Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Downtown Rams podcast is brought to you today by Draft. Looking for the best fantasy sports site on the planet? Sign up with Draft today. For a limited time only, our listeners will receive $3 matching their first deposit of at least $10. Use promo code DTR or visit draft.com slash DTR to sign up now. Draft, fantasy for the people. Now enjoy the show. Cooper Cup walks it out of the air and gives the Rams the lead. Robert Wood, touchdown! LA! Dog goes crashing into the end zone. Aaron Donald almost beat the football there. Corey Littleton, have yourself a day. Picked off, Marcus Peters. Coming off the edge, and Ryan will be wrapped up by Clay Matthews. Everett in stride! Wow! Franklin Myers gets his hand down there. Little got a hand on it, did he pick it? He did! Racing down the sideline is a key to lead. Gurley for MVP! Touchdown LA! Picked off by John Johnson. Well, Dante Fowler, who is able to get to Breeze. Greg Sirline sends the Rams to the Super Bowl! LA will play for the Lombardi! Welcome back, guys, to another Downtown Rams podcast. That's episode 269. I'm your host, Jake Ellenbogen. Joining me is Alexis Kraft. And we are here to talk about a game that is basically all for pride. No playoffs, nothing really on the line except for pride. And maybe, you know, this might be the last game that uh, a few of these Rams or more than a few of these Rams ever play for this organization. At the same time, it's going to be the last game at the Coliseum. Uh, which is going to be kind of, it's going to honestly kind of suck. You know, they have a lot of history there. uh, The Rams do. Obviously, USC, uh, the Trojans will still play there. That is going to be their home. And, you know, they made out like bandits in this one because since the Rams, you know, went there, they ended up getting this whole renovation done. And now, you know, the Coliseum has this new and improved press box and everything. And now they have naming rights. But, uh, nonetheless, this is going to be the last game or should be the last game for our knowledge. I mean, obviously things could, you know, surface, um, you know, later on, but it's going to be the last game that the NFL has at the Coliseum. And that is definitely something to, uh, you know, hold on to. Cause that's, that's going to be, it's going to be special. I mean, you know, it, it, it sucks. I I'm 100% not, a second place trophy type of person. I'm not a participant, you know, I'm definitely not a participation trophy type of person, but, um, but I will have, you know, some fun watching this game. The Rams do play the Arizona Cardinals. Um, 
you can definitely look at it as if, you know, this is the last game before the Rams move to the new stadium. That's another way to look at it. Uh, the Rams will be wearing their throwbacks for all those aesthetic minded people out there. Um, and I guess this is another opportunity for Tyler Higby to, you know, continue to shine. Uh, he's actually had a hundred yard games the last four straight. So, um, you know, that's something as well. Uh, but Alexis, what what are you most, um, you know, looking at this game, what are you most excited, I guess, to to take away from this game and, and, and you know, enjoy and I guess watch? Well, honestly, you know, for me at this point, like you mentioned, you know, there's nothing really on the line with this game. Uh, you know, unfortunately, both us and, you know, we're out of the playoffs and then, you know, the, the Cardinals are as well. Um, so I think for me in this game, what I'm hoping they do is I don't really think there's any reason for any starters to be playing this game unless they have to. I would like to see some guys that are maybe underutilized and don't get to play as much due to, um, you know, their position on the depth chart, you know, play this game, maybe start, prove themselves, um, you know, kind of show the coaches uh, in the fans, you know, what you're made of. Um, you know, I get at the same time, it's, you know, it's kind of, I don't want to say a pity game, but, uh, you know, even if they win in, listen, it doesn't matter how you get in the game. Uh, once you're in the game, um, you just got to prove yourself. So I'd love to see some guys, um, you know, kind of sh- get their chance to shine this game. You know, this is what this game is for. It's the last game of the season. There's nothing on the line. Um, I would love to see some guys uh, get a shot, um, you know, in this game who might not otherwise get a, a chance to kind of show us what they're made of. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I would more than be happy if the Rams gave John Wolford the start. I know that's not going to happen, but I would definitely be happy about that. Um, it, bummer, you know, that Daryl Henderson isn't going to be able to play. He was actually placed on IR uh, today, actually, and John Kelly got elevated to the 53. Um, so it'll be, you know, it'll be interesting to see how many carries they give him can't imagine Todd Gurley is going to get a ton of carries, but at the same time, the Rams want to win this football game. This isn't we're resting our starters because there's a playoff team uh, playoff game coming that there's not. So, um, you know, with that being said, you know, I still think that uh, I still think that they should 100%, you know, go out there and, and play for pride. Um, it, it's one of those things where, you know, they, they can capitalize on, on opportunity to go uh, nine and seven on the season, uh, which is something, uh, to be proud of in a sense because you're you have a winning record um, in general it would be proud of however I think it's just you know what this team had meant to people and and just their their ascension from you know being four and twelve um, you know the year before McVeigh got there to being eleven and five to then going up to the thirteen and three mark and then falling down to nine and seven or potentially eight and eight. I just don't think sits well for many people and it definitely doesn't sit well for me. Um, but I'm trying to stay positive. Obviously, you know, you guys are listening to us and trying to take anything away from this game and, and you know, why you should be watching it on a Sunday where you could be doing other things. Totally understand that. Um, but you know, the, the defense, this is probably, or this could be the last time this defense, uh, you know, suits up with Wade Phillips at a defensive coordinator, uh, so that's definitely something to take away there. Um, you know, as far as guys like Corey Littleton, Dante Fowler Jr., maybe even Jalen Ramsey, depending on how crazy the offseason goes, this could be their last game, uh, which, you know, infuriates me because it almost seems like, you know, the Rams, and we don't know for sure, but it almost seems to me like the Rams are almost like, 
like they've prepared Corey Littleton like this could be his last game, like or at least he's prepared himself. And I just hate that thought that, you know, number 58 wouldn't be in the center of this defense uh, moving forward, which I just think would be a huge uh, you know, problem. And I, I think they would definitely miss him, but you know, those guys, obviously, um, you know, they're, they're reasons to watch, um, you know, even other guys like, you know, Andrew Whitworth, his contract expires and, you know, regardless, um, you know, we don't know if he wants to play again, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, because it, it, he could definitely end up retiring, you know, we, we don't know. So, um, for players that are going to be a part of this roster moving forward, like Bobby Evans, like, um, you know, David Edwards, uh, potentially Austin Blythe, um, Austin Corbett, again, Higby, Everett, guys like that. Um, you know, that's, I definitely think that's something that, you know, bigger Rams fans can enjoy, but the, the more casual Rams fans will just take this game for what it is and, and may not even watch it. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it's definitely worth watching. Um, like you mentioned earlier, um, it is the last game in the Coliseum. So if you have any um, place in your heart for the Coliseum, for whatever reason, definitely a game that you want to catch. Um, you know, I think, and like I said, I do think, you know, if the Rams don't want to get you know, some certain players injured, I do think it would be a really good opportunity to let some, you know, guys who are third or fourth in the depth chart get the start. Let them go out there um, and, and play. Um, I get that, you know, it's obviously still a game you you want to win just for pride. Um, so I do hope the Rams uh, win it. I don't think either team, um, I, I would say I would, both teams are probably going to be lacking some urgency. I don't think it's going to be the most fun game um, to watch, um, especially if you're a fan because your team's out of the playoffs. Um, but I do think it would be a really good opportunity to look at some guys, you know, for next season and see what they bring to the table. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, I think guys like Marquis Christian kind of to show you there, you know, with Christian kind of, you know, emerging from really just being a depth piece to actually having a significant role in the defense this year, shutting down the likes of Austin Hooper and other tight ends. And, you know, I, I think guys like that can kind of emerge. And we saw in the past, you know, even though it was a game that 100% the Rams needed to win going back to Tennessee in 2017 on Christmas, um, you know, it, it was definitely a game that they, they had to win, but I mean, don't discount how important, uh, you know, Corey Littleton his emergence in that game was because Mark Barron was ruled out and Corey Littleton had had a solid game the game before. And that was his first game as a starter. And that was enough to really sway, um, you know, the Rams in his direction. And, you know, they paid uh, Alec Ogletree beforehand. And I think really that game um, and the way he carried himself as a starter, uh, you know, swayed them in the direction of, Hey, you know, we got to make this guy a, you know, a piece of our defense and, you know, we might have to just move, move, you know, move on from Ogletree and, and, you know, realize that maybe Ogletree isn't the best, uh, you know, fit for our defense. And I mean, you saw that. So these games, again, that was more of an important game, but this game I think is important in a sense. You get to reevaluate uh, your positioning, your talent, your personnel. And, uh, you know, some of these coaches could be coaching to stay, uh, you know, on this roster. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, um, you know, find out for sure. And, and keep in mind, you know, Arizona, I don't think it's going to go down without a fight. The Rams bully Arizona 
And I know Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury aren't going to get blown out in this one. I think that they are going to play a tough game. I think this will come down to the wire. I think, you know, both teams will play tough. But at the end of the day, I do think the Rams will get the W in the final game at the Coliseum um, to cap off a season that, again, they, they were they were you know good at times sometimes they looked really good they never looked great they never looked elite but your record is you know what you are and I think nine and seven represents exactly what the Rams season was yeah definitely um and you know I just think you know if anybody's listening right now and and doesn't plan on watching the game um I would say um you know go ahead and watch it I think I think like you mentioned earlier just the last game in the Coliseum is going to be something really really special to watch um so I am looking forward to that I don't know if they're going to televise anything I'm sure we'll see on social media um you know any ceremony that they do either before or after the game you know to kind of honor the Rams history there but I'm excited to see that because I do think um that they are going to do um, something special like that. Um, So it's just really hard, you know, to talk about, you know, the Rams right now, I know, without being like super bummed if you're a fan. I mean, it's just, it's been a bummer. Um, But I do think, um, you know, we can finish out the season strong. um, And we can certainly, you know, tune into the game and and make sure to watch, uh, you know, until the last play. Yeah, yeah, it's really at this point all you really can do as a fan. Um, it was really a bummer because, you know, we, we didn't end up, I mean, the holidays kind of hit us hard, but we were unable to record a podcast. I was actually out of town um, after the, the 49er game. And, I mean, let's be real here. You guys probably didn't want to hear me after the 49er game. And I'm sure you didn't want to hear Alexis after the 49er game because <laughs> that was uh, that that was another level of heartbreaking. Like, if you thought the Seahawks game, if it could be any worse than the Seahawks game, well, it, it got worse. And that was the 49ers. In literally the worst way, they were the ones that just, you know, ended up eliminating the Rams uh, from playoff contention. And it, it really stunk when you saw, you know, the Vikings and the way that they played against the Packers. Because this week, the the Vikings will be sitting their starters because the Rams are eliminated. But had the Rams not been eliminated, this week would have been huge. The Rams would have had to beat the Cardinals to stay in playoff contention and the Vikings would have had to lose and they would be playing their starters and they would be without Dalvin Cook, who's actually injured uh, And you know, they would have had to play the Bears. So it would have been interesting. Um, you know, obviously it's a lot of woulda, shoulda, coulda, but uh, it is a bummer for sure. And, uh, you know, I will say you can't discount how good, you know, the Rams played um, you know, three quarters of that game. And then unfortunately, you know, in the, the fourth quarter, they really, uh, you know, let the 49ers back in. I would really break it up in actually a half. They played a, like an amazing first half or, you know, until the final minute or so and Jerry Goff threw the ill-advised interception uh, on a, a, you know, halfback screen. But, um, you know, I think uh, it's just, it's something that they'll learn from and keep in mind, Sean McVay, um, if he's ever going to end up being the next Bill Belichick, be that very that uh, that coach that, you know, ends up building a dynasty, he's going to have to fall. He's going to have to fail. And, you know, every failure is only going to make him stronger and, and, you know, teach him some lessons. And I think we can't just take away anything, you know, regardless if you're a fan of the team or not, you just can't take anything away from McVay. Um, you know, and what he's already done in such a short amount of time. Uh, you can, however, be upset um, that he didn't do a ton 
you know, this year with this team, not making the playoffs, but at the same time, you know, the Rams will be back. And I think the nine and seven record is, you know, as long as they take care of business against Arizona, um, the nine and seven record kind of speaks to that where, you know, they had a winning season and, you know, it, it, unfortunately a few plays, they fell short and, uh, you know, it hurt them in, in the end, but, um, they were a few plays from being, you know, 10 and six or 11 and five. And, you know, it's, it's just, you know, next year they'll, they'll figure it out or you have to hope they'll figure it out. And, um, you know, they do have a very talented roster, which is part of the reason for, you know, being annoyed, but, um, you know, for, for at least, uh, you know, for this game, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd invite everyone to watch it and, uh, enjoy it because this will be the last time you see um anybody donning horns unless you watch the pro bowl um i mean if you do fantastic um you know but i'm personally not truly invested in the pro bowl so i don't see the rams don their horns uh, and i don't see you know the rams uh you know get on the field until preseason you know so um, around that training camp so it's going to be a while so take that into account if you're considering not watching the game uh, because you won't see this team uh, for quite a while. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, as, you know, Jake and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but, you know, the guys, the season ends. And at least for Jake and I, that's kind of when draft season starts. Um, we, um, you know, are, are very big into the draft. And if you followed us, um, you know, at the beginning of this year during draft season, um, you know, you know that we had a lot of cool stuff planned and, you know, we planned to do the same thing um, this next draft season. And, you know, we are so excited to have the chance to get to talk to people, um, you know, people that could end up a Ram, um, you know, or end up, you know, going somewhere else. Um, Jake would know the exact number, but we we interviewed how many people this past draft season? Uh, it was like 130. Yeah, we interviewed 130 <laughs> plus draft prospects last draft season, and we plan to, you know, do hopefully double that, um, you know, this season. So we're excited about that. If you have any interest in the draft, um, definitely, um, you know, be excited as well because, um, you know, the Rams season might be over, but, you know, that just means draft season's here. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I guess that's one of the biggest takeaways, uh, you know, obviously it's never good to have a losing season or, or, a, you know, a down year or anything like that. But I guess one of the takeaways is that, um, you know, people will be more invested in the draft this year. Uh, I will say this, it is very hard and I'm not blaming anybody. It's very hard when your team is 13 and three and, and, you know, going to, uh, the Super Bowl or, you know, looking like they're on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl. It's really hard to get into looking at prospects and, you know, preparing for next year, uh, especially because for the most part, your team's pretty well built. However, the Rams have an interesting offseason ahead. We talked about some of the players that they won't have next year or, you know, they might not have next year. Um, they don't have a ton of cap because they pay a Jerry Goff and, you know, they pay Tyler Higby. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see with that. But um, because of that, there's going to be some different things that the Rams have to do, some different maneuvers they have to make, um, you know, cap casualties, things like that. So a big part of that is the draft because, you know, a lot of these teams build through the draft. A lot of them don't. The Rams don't really uh, love first round picks clearly because they've never selected anybody in the first round under Sean McVay, but they do turn those um, first round picks into talented, uh, you know, ready to play players and then they grab guys, you know, in the middle portion of the draft, guys like Cooper Cup and John Johnson, the third and Tyler Higby and, you know, guys like that. 
and uh, you know they make the most of that. So we'll see. Um, you know, Alexis and I are going to do our best to find uh, some players that you know might be good fits for the Rams. We'll have plenty of articles on downtownrams.com during draft season. Plenty of interviews. Um, I will be at the Senior Bowl, um, so we'll be having you know full Senior Bowl draft coverage, and uh, you know I'll look into going into I'll look into going to um, you know any other events regarding the draft. But as of right now, what's confirmed? We're going to have interviews. Uh, they're coming back sooner than you think. Um, we're going to have articles uh, on the website. And uh, we're going to have full coverage of the Reese's Senior Bowl uh, downtown Rams edition. So, um, you know, I hope that's uh, I, Alexis. I think I covered that all right. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, we're we're excited. Um, you know, we really, you know, love the Rams, but we also really, really love draft season. We love getting to talk to, you know, some of these guys um, because, you know, it's just so funny how everything works out. I mean, I think right now, um and again, this number could be wrong. Out of guys that we interviewed, I think we have, we've got guys on. Was I think it might be like fifteen teams in the NFL, like thirteen through fifteen teams. Jake, does that sound right? Yeah, I mean, you know, we have guys that uh, you know we interviewed and and have started, like you know Devlin Hodges of the Steelers. He's starting uh, Sunday. Um, Darius actually, Slayton. They have to win to make the playoffs. Darius Slayton's turned into quite the under the radar star in New York. Um, Max Crosby has over 10, over 10, maybe 11 sacks for the Raiders. Mm -hmm. He's been killing it. Um, You know, the, the uh, chiefs are starting to use Darwin Thompson. Um, So, you know, he's been getting some play. He might get some playoff, um, you know, reps in there. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot of guys. I mean, Jalen Ferguson, he, shot his way up into the starting lineup uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, it's funny. You can't like remember them all off the top of your head. Uh, but like guys like Gardner Minshew starting for the Jaguars, um, you know, Derek Anderson, uh, who we, we actually, um, sorry, Drew Anderson um, from Murray state. Uh, one of the guys we interviewed, he actually just got called up to the Arizona Cardinals roster. Mm. And, uh, now they have, I think they have two quarterbacks um, that have been interviewed on DTR because they also have Kyle Sloter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those are two guys there. And am I, I think, I mean, I'm missing a, we, probably a bunch. so but, many, I mean, 130 you know. plus guys. Um, Jelani Tavai, got to yeah. gotta say his name, obviously. Uh, and Will Harris. Well, yeah. So. Um, Tito Odenigbo got that sack against um, Aaron Rodgers last week. Uh, how about that? See, <laughs> they're everywhere. They are. It, it, it is really cool. It is really cool because just, um, you know, bringing them on here. It's like, obviously, you know, you want everybody that you interview to do well and you'd like you know, the majority of them to end up on your favorite team. But that's just not realistic. So, you know, we do our best to actually follow them around the league. And I mean, like, for instance, Dalton Reisner, who did get hurt, but I mean, he was you know, one of the best young interior offensive linemen in the league. I mean, he was carving out running lanes left and right, um, you know, when he was fully healthy. So uh, he was helping Denver big time. And there's there's just so many guys. I mean, we could just go on and on and on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like like we said, we're excited. And, you know, that that's kind of the silver lining here is that, you know, when the season's over, that gets to start. Exactly. So, I mean, 
you know, all good, all good things must come to an end. We'll be saying this around draft time when we have to, unfortunately, end that. Um, but, you know, once the draft ends, then the, you know, the NFL season starts to kind of creep up on you. So, um, you know, obviously this isn't, this is not goodbye. We'll be back after this game. Um, Alexis, I guess we should kind of throw a final score prediction out there since we've done it pretty much every episode. So um, what do you have for Rams Cardinals? I'm going to take Rams 14, Cardinals 3. So Rams 14, Cardinals 3. Wow, interesting. Um, I'm going to have more of a... I think it's going to be more of a thrilling matchup. I have 33-23 Rams. Um, I don't think that this is an easy win. And I think the Cardinals will you know, make the most of it, but I do think the Rams win and I would probably put a decent percentage on that, um, you know, of their chances of winning this game. But, uh, I think that's going to do it unless you have anything else to say. No, I think, think that does it. All right, guys. Well, there it is. It's the last, uh, preview. Wow. That's depressing. It's the last preview, uh, game preview podcast of the year. Uh, 2019 to 20 season. Um, I'm Jake Ellenbogen. She's Lexis Craft, and this has been the Downtown Rams podcast, and it's episode 269. If you guys like what you heard, be sure to leave a review and uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, guys, take care. Horns up. <laughs> <laughs>